What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place with the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug. Thank you for being here. I'm always so grateful that you're tuning in, whether this is your hundred and whatever episode or the very first episode that you're ever tuning in on. And today I'm really excited to welcome our guest. We have oh, such a beautiful soul and you're going to feel her energy the minute she starts talking. She's so incredible. This woman I met actually because she is a client of mine, but in her own right, she is just so incredible. She's a visionary, an entrepreneur, a homemaker, and she is a wild beauty guide, which we're going to learn a little bit more about as well. But welcome, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you're here. So, um, Melissa, what you do is like so unique and like your own kind of like magic, which is why, you know, you call yourself a wild beauty guide, which is literally like your own coined term, um, which like I said, we'll probably dive into a little bit, but I would love for you to kind of like let yourself get a little bit familiar with the audience. Like how can we get to know you on a little bit more of a personal level other than that kind of basic introduction? Yeah. Yeah. So, let me start with a little bit of my story. Um, let's let's back up, like to the beginning of the last decade, or just before the last decade. Um, I was in a really, really, really dark place. Um, I suffered with depression and anxiety. I had a lot of just grief and trauma in my life. I think a lot of ancestral trauma, but then things that had happened within this lifetime that I held, and I. You know, I drank to numb. I drank because that was the only time I felt like I could kind of be me for a minute. But then I didn't have any limits with that. And I was thinking blackout drunk all the time and um, just being reckless. And I attempted suicide at one point. And there wasn't a day that, that didn't go by that I wasn't sort of thinking about ending my life, you know. Wow. I was just very, very connected from myself. Like I, I spent my life, I think, like looking outward and sort of people pleasing and looking to the to the world outside of myself, and I didn't know how to connect inside, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So at the beginning of the decade, I think I had just turned twenty-one. Um, a book found its way into my life called The Power of Now. Have you heard of that book? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think that a lot of us have like the one book that sort of like shifted (laughs) something for us. It just kind of like woke us up and that book was a book for me. Like I had never read anything like it. Like I grew up in a really um, strong religious community. I grew up in the LDS church. Um, So I had, I did have this deep connection to spirituality, um, but in a very religion-based way, you know, so this is the first time I explored anything 
outside of religion in terms of spirituality. And I just remember reading that book and my, I just, like, literally, I feel like my eyes were just, like, open. Like, I remember them just being so wide as I was reading it, you know? And, yeah. Like, for the first time, I felt like I wasn't trapped in my mind and this, like, new sense of aliveness started to inhabit my life. I started to see the world in a completely different way. And I really feel like from that point in my life that it's a 180 degree turn. And I start I feel like I started moving towards life at that point. Where before it had been sort of moving more towards death, I think, you know. Wow. Um so it at first after I read that book, I thought like, oh my gosh, like I'm awakened. Like this is it. This is me, you know, but I think like we have these times in our life where we really expand and then we kind of contract a, a yeah. little bit and and then we expand more and then we contract but we don't contract as, as much as we had you know it's still kind of like a widening of awareness but I think we have moments where it's like we're greatly expanded and then we're not expecting the contraction to happen so I kind of had a letdown when I wasn't in that like totally heightened state anymore you know mm-hmm. um so, so then, like, I, I sort of became addicted to spirituality, to um, any sort of books that I could read. And yeah. so I kind of went, went down this rabbit hole with that, which in, it, it definitely was an upgrade for my previous lifestyle, but it also <laughs> became another form of sort of, like, trying to perfect myself in a way, you know? Um, so for a few years, I, you know, I was still... I was I wasn't depressed. I wasn't depressed. I still I, I felt this like deep connection to life, but I still didn't like something was still missing and I was was trying to perfect myself through these books and through nutrition. Like I became really obsessed with nutrition. Um almost in like an eating disorder sort of way where like I couldn't eat healthy enough. Like it got to the point where it was like hail didn't seem healthy anymore, you know, like yeah. um and I would make myself sick with it. You know, I was like, I was doing all these things that were like doing the things that I should do, getting up at a certain time, meditating, reading. I was like literally at one point doing an enema every day because I was like, this is wow. what I should be doing to like be the perfect way, you know? And yeah. it, it got exhausting, you know? It just, just like, I, I was like, I should be feeling different. Like I'm doing all the things. I'm doing all the things, you know? Um, so... Um, in this process of this journey, I, I had, at, at one point had decided I was going to move to California. Like, I really felt like I needed this change. I lived in Utah my whole life. I had gone on a trip to California and something there was just like, oh my gosh, this is magic. Like, I felt this magical pull and I was like, I'm going to move there. Um, but somewhere along the lines, I, I heard about long-term travel. And like, this is something that I had, it's so funny because it's like such a big part of my life now, travel. But like, travel back then was like, I don't know, going on a trip to Vegas, like going on, yeah. I don't know, like I flew to Disneyland, like it wasn't like travel, you know, and yeah. um, I didn't know about this like, travel lifestyle, and when I started hearing these stories, I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to do that, I need to do that, and I just felt in my soul, I just felt in my soul that I needed to do that, so um, I decided not to move to California, I, um, and I started like planning a long-term travel, but I wasn't exactly sure what it was going to be. Um, and then fast forward a little bit, I 
I got reconnected with someone that I had grown up with, and he had just biked across the United States on his bicycle. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so amazing. And he had made a video of his bike tour, and I ended up seeing it, and I just was like, oh my gosh, I just fell in love with it, and I just knew I had to do that. And mm-hmm. oh, my cat just jumped on my desk. I have to push him off because I have candles on your kitten. He wants to be a part of it. Anytime I'm doing something, you know. I love that. And also, <laughs> you know, your little kitty. For those of you listening, I also love um, if you like go follow Melissa on Instagram, you'll see some of the photos of her pets. There, because, <laughs> tell us just really quickly. Tell us about your pets. How many? How many cats do you have and a dog? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have three cats and a dog, and yeah. my cats are like they're fat, like they're, they're big kitties. And um, so we have one. His name is Ember, but he goes by Fatty. And and then I have Sarah John the second, who goes by Kitten. And then I have little girl who now goes by Lisa, and she's such a Lisa. Like that's just, just made her personality come out. Figuring out <laughs> that was her name. And then our sweet baby girl Kaya, our little puppy. Oh, so. so cute. And I really just feel like my 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 pet. My kitties especially because they've been with me my whole adult life. I feel like they're like my guardian angels because they've just been with me through so much. So they're really special to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So cute. Yeah. Anyway, so I think I had just gotten to where um, the bike ride, I the bike bike tour. Yeah. So anyway, this this person that I got reconnected with, we ended up dating and like very unexpectedly and started planning this really epic bike tour and. So we planned for like two years and we were going to cycle up to Argentina and then down to, um, or I'm sorry, we were going to cycle up to Alaska and then down to Argentina. Um, and our whole life kind of like became centered around this bike tour. And then in 2012, we biked away from Utah, had like literally pedaled away on our bikes. And we, we ended up traveling for five months together and we were like such great friends and great adventure partners, but it, it like we weren't meant to be together in that way. But we had such a good adventure. Um, and I just bicycle touring. So bicycle touring is like a big, big, big part of my story because I feel like this is where I really could start to connect with me, like the truth of my soul. And mm. it makes so much sense now because as I get into it, kind of talk about what I'm sharing with the world now. Um, mm-hmm. One of my core concepts is shed nourish adorn like constantly in our life what do we need to shed because we're always expanding like the universe is always expanding right our souls are mm-hmm. always expanding we just need to allow it and a lot of times we have all this heavy stuff we're carrying around it might be physical items clothing or stuff in our homes it might be beliefs and mm-hmm. when we shed that we can allow it to come through um so on the bicycle sport was like my I sold my house I sold or I didn't sell my house I rented out my house sorry I sold my car I packed up my house and had no there were no social obligations it was just like it was like oh my gosh that was the first time I felt like this is what living a life for me feels like you know Mm -hmm. and then the nourishment like I was getting nourished by the earth every single day my body was was moving every second of every day and just mm-hmm. the nourishment from the sun and then adorned like adorn my life was adorned with beautiful sunrises and sunsets and beautiful people that would meet and it just it felt so 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 rich and I really tapped into the this is where I really learned about abundance. I learned about 
to be abundant and it has nothing to do with that for money you know yeah you can be abundant with with money but it's abundance is something totally different and I really tapped into this yeah on the mm-hmm. vice board like the more I when I started selling my stuff it was like the richer I started to feel and on the bike tour, it was like the simple things, the simple pleasures, like pumping, pumping water and then like drinking the water that you just pumped or just the things that you have to work for, you know, like, yeah, I feel like our society is, is kind of about kind of instant gratification. And I, this is where I really learned the, the, the pleasure and like, oh, I put my energy into this and it gave back to me, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um so bike tour I really came to life um and then after bike tour I went to Southeast Asia for a little bit and backpacked and then I but my heart was still on bike bike touring so I came back I hit straight up to Washington and I set up on bike on my bicycle again and um kind of zigzagged the Pacific Crest Trail and ended up in Tahoe I wasn't planning on staying here but the second I biked into Tahoe, like if, if you've ever been here, you go, if you're coming from Reno, you go over Mountain Pass. And mm-hmm. the second I got over the pass and felt the energy and had like, my first glimpse into the basin, I was like, oh my gosh, like I just had this permigrant and I could just feel something. It was like a magnet pulling me. And mm-hmm. I biked down and it said turn left for Incline Village or turn right for Tahoe City. And I turned left. and I'm like still here today. So, um, I mean, I live now. I have a house out in the Sierra Valley, which is like an hour outside Tahoe, and then we went to condo in in Klein where my business is. So I'm kind of back and forth, but Tahoe has like really become my home. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, once I I'll wrap this up quickly. This be a little short segment, but um, once I got to Tahoe, I I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. Like I had been a hairstylist since. I was 16, I went to high school when I was 16, and, um, but I had never fully felt like I fit into the beauty industry, like, it just didn't fully resonate with me, you know, this, um, kind of, like, pressure to look a certain way, or, mm-hmm. it just was, like, never me, but I always loved my connection to my clients, and, mm-hmm. um, just the creative outlet, you know, so, when I first got to Tahoe, I was like, oh, maybe I'll work at a series order or something. But they wanted me to take out my piercings and pay me $8 an hour. And I was like, I'm not going to do that for $8 an hour. So I started doing hair again. And I feel like, I feel like hair pulled me back for a reason. It pulled me back for a reason. And um, as I, as I was doing hair, I, I knew there was something in it for me, but also at the same time, I felt like I so I feel like I'm kind of living a lie. So I feel like I'm kind of living a lie. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until I, there was something that happened around this time that like something started coming through me. Like I felt this, I talk a lot about a remembrance, a remembrance, like we remember our soul. I feel like this remembrance started happening. I started remembering and remembering. I just followed the clues. I followed the breadcrumbs and I didn't know where they were leading me. Um, but in following those breadcrumbs, I ended up opening a business. And mm. I ended up um, buying this house out in the Sierra Valley and doing this crazy remodel and found so much medicine through it. And it it all has led me to this place that I am now. And I realized that all these breadcrumbs that I didn't know where they were leading me led me to exactly where I'm supposed to be. And yeah. the medicine that I'm now supposed to share with the world. And 
it led me to you. Like the way that I found you was totally like a breadcrumb. Like I didn't, I don't know, like I had heard your name before, mm-hmm. but I hadn't, I didn't know what you're about. I hadn't looked at your Facebook or anything. And I just one day looked at a Facebook live of yours and I was like, oh my gosh, she is, she's supposed to be my person to, to support me through <laughs> this, like this thing that I'm bringing to the world. So anyway, yeah, I'm so grateful for all the breadcrumbs <laughs> and I'm yeah. grateful that you were one of them. <laughs> Me too. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. Yeah. And it's been so awesome to see because like, I remember when like early on when we were first working together, like one of the things that just gave me chills when you said it about how this is really like the work of your lifetime and, and seeing how you've really like the, like the work that you've been doing behind the scenes on yourself, but as well, like on your, your business, on the multiple things that you do in your life and just like your magic that you do have to bring to the world. It's just like so incredible. And to have seen that firsthand, it's been an honor really. Mm, Um, You're so welcome. I would love for you to share a little bit more about what a wild beauty guide is. Like, let's go there. Yes, yes, yes. So this was a really big thing for me because one of the breadcrumbs that I got was last year I got this this knowing that I had to start working with women one-on-one and Mm -hmm. I'd known this for a long time like I knew that there I would would be doing that in some sort of capacity but I just didn't know what you know and I I felt that I needed like a platform like oh get a certification for this or for this you know and Mm -hmm. um, and but like nothing that I that I did explore um nothing was like this is what I am you know and so so last year I started working one-on-one with women and like I I didn't it was kind of this like underground operation like magic unfolded in these sessions right but I didn't know how to talk about it because like I was calling myself a coach and when I would say that out loud I was like this doesn't feel right like I, you know, like I do it's kind of coach, but it doesn't like feel right, you know? So, um, anyway, fast forward, like wild beauty, let me just tell you about it. Like, so wild beauty to me is our purest nature, like our purest nature, which is spirit in, in a body, spirit in mm-hmm. earth, you know, our bodies mm-hmm. are earth. And over time, we take on the stuff that isn't us, you know, as I said earlier, beliefs, physical things, um, habits, patterns, and mm-hmm. we really, like, distill our, or not, we, we um, like, muddy up our pure essence, mm-hmm. and so wild beauty is, is the beauty of our purest state, and so as a wild beauty guide, that is what I help people do, is to remember is, is remember their souls, remember the truth of their souls, remember the wisdom of their body, and really turn back to your state. So we work in like the ethereal realms, like really connecting with their spirit, with their divinity, so that they can be informed by by that, and then mm-hmm. come back to the earthly realm to embody it. And so I I talk a lot about heaven on earth because it's something that I truly, truly, truly believe in, but I I think sometimes people perceive that differently than I actually mean it. Like heaven to me isn't, at least heaven on earth, it's not this absolute perfection place. It is like heaven on earth is still on earth. And earth, we have seasons, we have ebbs and flows. Yeah. We have cycles, we 
have, you know, nighttime. It's not this perpetual summer sunlight state. But for the heaven part, the heaven on earth is bringing our spirit to the earth. It's infusing our spirit into the earth. It's infusing our our essence. It's pouring into our surroundings. It's pouring into our life. So literally our life becomes rich. It's like it's it's like the difference of like just kind of a a shell of something versus like a glow of something. Like it's like your life takes on this like aura, you know. Yeah. So um so yeah, that's what I help people do as a wild beauty guide. And I, when I, my, my business, Rome Wild, like my brick and mortar business, um, when I opened it, like the name, like that was what that was. Like my logo for Rome Wild is like a sun shining outward. And it always was like connecting to that inner place and shining out from there. Mm-hmm. And so, so wild and fun, just, you know, a word that really resonated with me. And beauty it's very interesting because as I said I didn't really feel like I resonated with the beauty industry and now I'm like really seeing the sacredness that is available there I think that the mainstream mm-hmm. beauty industry isn't really operating in that way but mm-hmm. beauty, like first off I realized that my whole life has become a sort of beauty like seeing beauty and everything and seeing beauty and everything creating beauty um the mm-hmm. basis of my life and then within the beauty industry it's like these physical acts that we do have the power to like deeply nourish us if we let them. If we if we go into it like not just like oh I'm getting my hair cut or I need to get my roots done in a certain way. If it's like yeah. oh, I want to connect with my soul, I want to nourish my body, nourish my soul. I want to you know give this haircut to shed something like mm-hmm. or just be in the receiving side. Like that is something I've shared. I've shared this with you. Like I I. I've been a space holder, a space holder for so long, and only the past few years have I learned the beauty of being on the other side, like of having space held for me, of being able to receive. And yeah. it wasn't until then that I was I able to see the beauty of what I was actually doing. Like, oh my gosh, I get to give this to people. Like, they get to receive from me, and mm-hmm. they get to just be and drop in and kind of just take a seat and pause, you know. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, that's wild beauty. And like the second I, I mean, I, I think it was like the very beginning of working with you. Like I had, I had had this thought of like, I'm wild beauty, like wild beauty. That I, it was the only thing that I knew was it, but like also this sort of fear. Cause it's like, what is a wild guy? You know, like no one knows what that is. Yeah. So I didn't, I hadn't like used it and I'd gone with a more like basic sort of thing. But it, it, it was like, if you don't feel good talking about something, something's off you know yeah. so, so the, the second I I decided on wild beauty guide it was like this complete shift yeah. happened and everything sort of like came into focus so it was a really powerful thing and it's like it's something that even though people don't know what it is I feel like if they're around me or if you look on my social media I feel like you can kind of like get the essence you know and if, if you're oh, serious yeah. like then I'll give you the whole spiel but Yeah. And I think that's like, what's so cool is because, you know, like so much of your story, which the essence of it is really coming back home to yourself and that like remembrance of who you are, that's kind of like the beauty of like you, 
much like at the start of your journey, like seeking for things outside of yourself, it was like you were looking for the title of like where you fit when it's really like, actually, no, you have your own category. (laughs) Like you have your own space. And that's, that's that concept that I often talk about, which is like the unique um, success blueprint, which is like, we all can do it our way, actually, you know, like we all are here to do it in a unique way and bring our own magic to the table. And that's what creates like the, the multifaceted beauty and experience that we get to have on earth, which is so cool. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I would really love for you just to touch on, um, I I know we talked about this concept of like coming back home to yourself and like your own medicine and everything. Like, I don't know if anything comes to mind, but whether it's like maybe like a tip or a perspective or something like that, that you could share with the audience listening right now who, um, who might be feeling that sense of like, Oh my gosh, I know there's like a deeper sense of home to me. Like maybe even if you describe, um, yeah, well, I don't know anything that comes to mind with along that line, like someone who's maybe feeling the sense that there's a deeper space of homeness and wholeness for them. What would you yeah. say to them? Totally. Um, okay, so yeah, like I'm really glad that you brought up the coming home because like that was really what the whole decade has been about was coming home to myself. And you know, in the beginning, it was like, like other people's remembrances that I was pointing to in the form of books and teachings or whatever and that and that was so necessary and I'm so grateful that I had those too when I can remember myself and but there was something missing you know there was something missing it was like it wasn't this deep in my bones remembrance yet and so this might sound kind of funny but I I really I started to shift when I mean that first off when I was in nature all the time, right? And and this is something I work with people is is really aligning your body with nature. Um but I so when I was bicycle sporting I really started to like feel my own essence more. And when I came to Tahoe and I started like swimming in the water and mm-hmm. even like naked was like a big thing for me because when you're naked, like you are it was timeless. So you yeah. connect to the essence of your soul. Like if you don't have things that are like signifying like a timestamp, like a, a clothing that's part of a certain time, you know, we our clothes like represent our, our age today. And True. but if you're like in the wilderness, wilderness, and it's just all you see is nature, and you're just like yourself, and you you just tap into your like eternal essence. So when I started like really this wasn't like a conscious thing I wasn't like oh this is my spiritual practice to go skinny dipping you know um Uh but when I started doing that it was like I started to remember I started to remember more and more and I I kept getting these like um I guess it was a remembrance of like simple and timeless I kept I started noticing like a what people had like Like in the tub of just like 
just singing and like opening up my voice and it just it gets you in your body and it connects you like this is something that our ancestors have been doing forever they've been singing they've been dancing you mm-hmm. know they've been storytelling and they've been singing and they've been singing with nature so i really have found the beauty and turning to those simple practices because it's like something that's never going to change like you mm-hmm. can do those things when you're oh you have grandchildren like you can teach it that to them like teach them songs and dance with them like a child you know it's like and this is what children do it's like that childlike play and children are so like they are their pure essence so to me like really like there there were like things like um different processes and stuff that that did all help me but really what awakened me to myself what really helped me come home with those things I really think they're a bridge from spirit to body so Mm. yes I love that. And and I know what you mean. Like for me specifically, like water is a huge expander for me as well. And that's why like, if I'm not, if I can't be in water in nature, like I love taking baths and showers because I like, it does something to me. Like it's definitely an amplifier to my intuition and everything, but there's like nothing in this world than the feeling of being preferably naked in um, <laughs> crystal clear water, you know, oh my gosh. there's yeah. just, Oh, I get like, like even just thinking about like when people say like, go to your happy place, that's where I go. Totally. 100%. 100%. And I do want to say like, I am really blessed to have so much natural water around me. Yeah. I have a lake. I have a creek in my backyard. There's hot springs all around. So it's really easy for me to like community these places. But it's not like if you can get to wild spaces, I think it is so amazing for your body and soul. But if you can, you can travel there. You know, like get in the tub, but yeah. then imagine that you're in a wild space. Imagine that you're in the wild space and just like really tap into that feeling, you know. So mm-hmm. if you can't do it, if you're like in the city or something, it doesn't feel accessible, you can start by going there, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Amazing. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I mean, this has really just been like the tiniest little window into the medicine and the magic that Melissa brings into the world. But it's been so awesome to have you share, Melissa. Um, I know it's all included in the show notes, but where can you direct people if people are wanting to get in touch with you more and like hang out with you more on your favorite platforms, I suppose? So Instagram, um, it's definitely, I think it, that's, I'm, I'm still figuring out Facebook and I'm really just figuring out social media. Like I'm, <laughs> um, it's something that I desire to be more present on and have become more present on, but it's still, it's still like new to me, you know? So, but Instagram is where I'm most active and I the wild beauty and it's wild with a Y, the yeah. wild beauty. Um, and I'm coming out with a course, the wild beauty way it's going to be, in an online platform for sure. And then most likely like I will run um, live rounds of it. But mm-hmm. um, I'm also going to have um, like an online portal, um, probably like a membership sort of thing where there, there will be like monthly offerings and kind of a place to go for for nourishment. So, but that yes. is that is to come. So that's the yeah. stage sort of thing. <laughs> well, exactly. And if they're connected with you on Instagram, I'm sure that you can, um, learn more about that and other ways to connect with you. And then obviously if you're in the local area, there's all like, you'll be able to find out how you can connect with um, the things that you do live and yeah. those sorts of things as well, which is cool. Cause Melissa will also be doing work with like people in person, which is really cool. Yeah. 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 
Ah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing today. It's been so nice to have you share just like a little piece of yourself with your journey. And um, to everyone listening, I hope you got so much value away from this and were inspired by the the magic of this and i hope you feel a little bit more at home with this message as well so thank you thank you thank you for being here and we'll see you on the next episode and thank you so much melissa for joining us today thank you and can i give you a quick shout out like violet i love you you're amazing and a gift to this world so thank you thank you i'm receiving that (laughs) thank you so much okay bye